Okay. Greetings from the Jagannath. What's it called here? Nava Nilachala. Nava Nil Nava Nilachala Ashram. Mahantas Jack <laughs> in uh, in in South. South Jersey, not all the way south, but definitely past the middle south. And it's a great place. I really like it here. I don't know, but I can't say fortunately, but I will be leaving to go to um, to go to uh, Columbia. I may cut the sh class short because I'm a real get to the guy, get to the airport early guy. Uh, so we'll continue with this Govard on Leela. <clears throat> Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Anto 10. Chapter 25, text 6. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Esham Shriya Viliptanam Krishnena. Krishnena Mya. Vitat manam Dunuta Shri Mandastambam Ashu Nayata Sang Shayam To the clouds of destruction, King Indra said, <clears throat> The prosperity of those people has made them mad with pride. And their arrogance is backed up by Krishna. Now go and remove their pride and bring their animals to destruction. Omagana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Anmalatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayebhacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namah Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Sri Vasudegor Bhaktavinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So I see practically half of the people listening were at the program 
yesterday at Gopas and Jai Sri Radhe's. And it was a great welcoming program. And as usual, they're famous for organizing wonderful feasts, of which I didn't take any, <laughs> somehow or other. I fell under the weather. I guess that's the phrase. I got some kind of something my body's fighting that's kind of took most of my energy. But I managed to do kirtan in class and uh, um, and I wanted to really be <clears throat> fit for travel, so I was really really cautious. <laughs> but uh, I'll just repeat, I did glorify Bhakana Swami. Seeing him before I left and really setting the example of how to die. He he didn't take any doctors and medicine for the last eight months. They said it was incurable. He came to Vrindavan. The last three weeks, he, he fasted completely. And even when he died, it's amazing. He wasn't gaunt. He looked exactly the same. That was puzzling. And his mind was clear. He didn't take any painkillers and left in the midst of Bibi Govinda Swami doing kirtan in full consciousness. Yam yam bapi smaram bhavam jajatyante kalevaram tamtame vaiti konteya sadatad bhava bhavataha Whatever is your consciousness at the time of death, to that nature you will go. So I'm not going to, I'm going to do the Govardhan Leela, but um, the message was, you know, you follow Krishna, Anukuyena Krishna Anu, Shailanam Bhakta Uttama, the Sarup Lakshanam, or the prime characteristic of pure devotional service, is Anukuyena favorable. Krishna Anu Shailanam, that your activities, mind and body and words, follow Krishna. What does it mean, follow Krishna? Follow Krishna's will. That's called loving someone when you try to follow their will. Anukuyena, favorably, not force. Anukuyena, Krishna, Nushilana, Bhakta, Uttama. You follow their will, and the will of Krishna comes in the Shastra through his representatives who have realized the Shastra. And how it can be applied. 
So it was, it was glorious and it's such a nice example. And he just followed. You know, it, it, it doesn't mean that we're perfect in all ways. We all have our natures, we all have our personalities. The, the Tustalakshanam, the mar marginal definition, the supportive def part of the definition is you're free from motive, not you're free from all desires. You're free from motive. If you want to go to the bathroom, does that mean you're not a pure devotee? If you, if you, um, in a dangerous situation, call for help. You know, they're incidental. They're not your core motives. And I think that extends broader vision. We have our nature. We all have our personality. But he followed. And the result of following is what he got. As far as I can see, some type of perfection, some type of perfection. So that was really glorious. But that connection, look what he achieved. How did he get it? Jai Sirade asked the question, what about Grihastas? Everyone can live their life following Krishna. It doesn't matter what ashram one is in. They're just different instructions. <laughs> wow. They're just different instructions how to do it. And to do that is called sincerity. I'm going to sneeze. I'm just going to. One second. <laughs> well, I, well, I, I didn't sneeze. Yeah, it's almost like a new experience to me not to be at full energy. But I'm much better than I was yesterday. So now we get to Govardhan Leela. And I explained to you my struggle with Govardhan Leela because it's Govardhan Leela, but it's my presentation. And my presentation is always more engaging, which should be the goal of one's presentation. It's always more engaging. When, for me, the lila and the rasa is mixed with the tattva. And I, I don't find the, the level of tattva that I like to present in an engaging way. So I'm always looking for the best stories the Bhagavatam and the Chaitanya Charitamrita 
to present. Of course, there's nothing for me like Govardhan, the spiritual pleasure emanating from that mountain. And living by the side of it is the greatest blessing in the world. That is my home. And when you are strict in your Krishna consciousness and your sadhana is good, you can feel that connection. It's relationship. Bhakti means relationship. And that's why it's the highest form of yoga. Because relationship, loving relationship, is the highest form of absorption. And the efficacy of any yogic process is the degree that it facilitates that level of absorption. So there's, it's amazing. There's a relationship with this mountain. It's a person, it's Baba. Baba means a, res a respectable man. And the community of Vaishnavas is really, I mean, in Prabhupada's movement is really starting to shift the Govardhan. So you get Prabhupada's movement without the hard institution. You get the soft institution of Prabhupada's movement. Soft institution means the books and the sadhus, the heart institution is the government. Government is important, but I'm not disappointed that it's not out at Govardhan, but I'm for it. But has a certain sweetness there. Um, so now we know that in, uh, Krishna has stopped the yagya. Because he appeared to establish pure devotion to God. The Vedas is very, very vast. It has a strategy for it for, for whole society. And it's very difficult to take to bhakti because the application means freedom from false ego. You have to surrender to Guru and Krishna. So even though anyone can do that, it's not a material qualification. It's a spiritual qualification. And therefore, it's the topmost yoga. And it's also challenging. It's also challenging. So Krishna came to establish that to God, and Krishna is God. He's the full revelation of God's being, supreme personality of Godhead, the full manifestation of God's being in love. I make those points over and over again, the fullest manifestation of being is love is our relationships. Who we are and who God is, is his relationships more than just his position. But relationships are manifest according to the circumstance. 
and they're covered if they're not appropriate for particular relationships that people have. So mostly God's supreme being as Krishna is not always manifest. But now, in fact, on Gorpanima, I heard a nice lecture by Bhakti Vigyan Goswami. He's so learned. And he gave a commentary on the verse by Rupa Goswami. Anarpita churim charat krunaya vitir na kalo samarpiyatam unatoj vala rasam subhakti svim. Anarpita never before given. Not only relationship, the topmost relationships, the most intimate relationships. So, Bhakti Sriyam, his own relish. God himself, to be perfect, takes the position of his topmost devotee. So somehow or other, it's inconceivable we should be humbled that he has he has given this to us. So Krishna came to give that and seeing the yogic of Brahmins in the very same place where they were mindlessly performing ritual without understanding the goal. And the Bhagavad Gita says, don't disturb the minds of the foolish and ignorant. They may be performing a particular ritual that's not the highest, but is what they can do according to their adhikari. But it's Krishna's father, and he's come to establish. So he he, he stops it and uh, says, better just perform pure devotional service by serving things that are most pleasing to me, like Govardhan Hill. Serving Govardhan is serving Krishna. So just serve. <coughs> And Indra, Ishamani, thinking he's the controller. We also have this problem. And we know it. It's just not Tilak or shaved head or sari or bead bag or Tilak or neck beads. We have this problem. We think ourselves the center. And the whole spiritual process is to take us out of that conception because that conception covers us from the connection of God and the feelings of devotion. To someone who has a taste for devotion, he's really not moving to the center. Rather, he's moving away from it. And, and he does that by the Bhagavatam. 
He does that by the Bhagavatam. <laughs> the Bhagavatam. By hearing the Bhagavatam, you become attracted to Krishna. And when you become attracted to someone, you put them in the center. And that's where, you know, the periphery is where love flows. I mean, you get a taste for that. But it's really hard because we're so immersed in false ego. And therefore, ambition, revenge, lust, all the things that are born out of the false ego are always challenging us. I write articles about this often, like you're wrong. When someone says you're wrong and you fight like hell, why? You're fighting to keep yourself in the center. And what happens to Indra is the material world, if we're not careful, can create the illusion that we're the center. In the Bhagavatam, when there's warnings about household life, it's that. You know, you start, when you set, you, you set things up, when you set things up for your own enjoyment, and confidence, which we need to do, certainly. But the danger is we suddenly start to identify that we're the controller. And this is my eternal abode. These are my eternal relationships. I mean, the problem of preaching that in the Western world is people haven't achieved enough satisfaction in those things to, to even renounce them. I remember when I was at the Revolves, this Raghunath Das Goswami Panihati Festival I hold there. And I was speaking very strongly, you know, because Lord Chaitanya even criticized the parents means his father and uncle of Raghunath Das Goswami. He criticized them for being materialistic Vaishnavas. They were, bought a whole district of West Bengal to protect the Vaishnavas. But because they were so attached to Raghunath, in a joking way, in a joking way, but with a grain of truth. Um, so, Indra becomes very upset <clears throat> because he's the king of heaven. So, everything seems to be moving by his power. And therefore, you start to think, Ishimani, I am the controller. Morning and progress. Okay, you shut yours off.
Okay, I'm back. I was kind of on a roll. Um, not sure where I am. Anyway, Haribo. Uh, so it's not, you know, it's Indra. Sometimes material opulence is considered like a fever. It's kind of like the symptom of a disease. And when you have a fever, you have to bring the fever down to help cure the disease. So Krishna is very merciful to his devotees. He's not only merciful to his devotees. He's... Um, He's not only merciful to his devotees, his whole world is merciful because the whole world is merciful because it's all meant to destroy false ego. The Vedas are meant to destroy false ego. The world's meant to destroy false ego. Our whole problem is false ego. Because all our problems are bodily centered, which means a subtle and gross body. And it's the conception that I am the enjoyer and controller that makes us think and feel with the body where all the vicar or transformation is. So liberation is getting over the false ego. So Krishna is also arranging it for his devotee. And uh, he thinks he's the controller. And uh, he posits that Krishna himself has got, uh, the residents of Vrindavan themselves have got puffed up by their opulence, which means they had opulence and they had real opulence. We have a very artificial conception of opulence. Very artificial conception of opulence. The first opulence is community and relationships and family on a material platform. You can um you know I have so many things it's like the devotees i was speaking to jack it's a real nice community developing here in jersey between gopanjai shiradhe and jack they have regular programs that's real opulence and opulence is organic food opulence is fresh air Um, that's real prosperity. But even in terms of the things of prosperity, it, it says there that this protection of the cows, 
and the milk products made the residents of Vrindavan very wealthy. So it's, I don't know, is that called gaslighting? Where I don't know these new terms where, where you accuse someone of something that you're at fault of to deflect the praise. I don't know these new terms. But that's what Indra is doing. He's accusing the residents of Vrindavan of the same problem that he has. But he knows the principle that if you're not careful with opulence, it can make one prideful and desire the center and think oneself the center. Therefore, in a proper society, in a proper society, people give charity just to help them not become overwhelmed with opulence and the conceptions and the greediness. Right? In churches, they used to have tithes. The problem is no one trusts anybody anymore. Oh, 10%, right? We give 10%. They would... So there's, there's a fact there. There's a fact that the subtle psychological things that happen with money. Of course, poverty is another problem. And it's always like that in, in dealing with the material world. If you have too little of something, you think more of it. If you have too much of it, you think more of it. And you don't think of the self. That's the whole purpose of Grihasta Aksham, to regulate one's desires. Therefore, regulate renouncing them, but regulate them enjoying them. Therefore, the desires are fulfilled in a way which you can become detached and at the same time don't have to think of them. The whole goal is to put the consciousness on God. That's why it says the, the spiritual master finds the ways and means to engage the disciples in devotional service. Everything is based on absorption. Absorption in God allows you to feel God. And that feeling of God, which is pleasure emanating from God, which is the love, that's our faith. That's our faith. So, we have to become absorbed. We have to become absorbed in this. The whole Shastras is just telling us how the world works, how you can become more absorbed in Krishna, how you can be, protect yourself from you know, being distracted from other things that increase this bodily conception of life. There's a culture, there's a tradition, there's a social system. It all has a theme. 
it all has a theme. And the theme is always liberation, and liberation means to get rid of the false ego. Very, very subtly, artificial renunciation absorbs you in false ego more. You may think you're greater in that way, or you may desire things more. Anyway, Intra is thinking that they're puffed up by their opulence. I'm going to have to go. I have to catch a plane. I'm very dedicated to two things, many things, but my Monday morning greetings, which I've taken a hit lately, which I'm not happy about because, you know, uh, my computer breaking. Um, and I'm dedicated to giving these classes. Because I understand the psychology that you have to condition people, regulate people. Regulation means they reserve a time. And if I'm not steady, that won't happen. So I've been steady for eight years on Monday morning greetings. And I, from 12 or 14 years. Okay, Jamuna Jai, before I go, what point did you like today? Hopefully you found something. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you very much for class. I found a, a, a lot of things, especially that last part that about being, you're regulating us. I really love that point a lot. But I'm really appreciating um, just the verse itself. Like when you read it, it's like Indra is being so puffed up. He's accusing Krishna being prideful, and he's the one that is prideful. Is <laughs> that like, Indra, you need to flip the mirror around and look at yourself. And I love the, the concept of material opulence being a fever. Uh, that just really struck, because we all have had fevers. We know what that is. We've got to cure it to get well. It's the first thing you do. So I really love that you made that connection, Raj. And please be safe when you travel with, with a little congestion. Don't want your head to explode on the plane. Yeah, I'm, I'll be okay. I'm, I'm on the way up. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Anyone else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Dr. Gopinath here. Hare Bo, Tota. Hare Bo. Tota, I'll send you the timings for the second to pick us up at no problem. New Jersey. Am I going to JFK in New Jersey? I'm not sure. Okay. I Usually it's JFK from Columbia, but it may have changed. What's that? Normally, I pick you up from uh, when you come back from Columbia at JFK. That's normally I do, but that. Oh, you know. Okay, I'm just saying where we leave. Okay. okay. Anybody else? Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to go. Yeah. Oh, then we should leave. That takes longer. No, JFK is on. Newark's on. We're going to Newark or JFK? Newark. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm going to head out. I, I like to say hello to everybody, but time is of the essence. Vanchakalpa, Tarubya, Shakrabhasa.